Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Hello, Savvy Scribes. Welcome to another episode of the Savvy Scribe Podcast. Today, I have a guest named Allie Gallet. She is a full-time freelance copywriter, and now she's passionate about building tools and resources to help creatives start and scale their own freelance writing businesses or businesses in general. Most recently, Allie collaborated with a team of developers to create Genius Portfolio for WordPress. And today, she's coming to talk to us all about what clients look for in a portfolio. And then we're going to go into on our live workshop all about how to make your profile stand out amongst the rest in when you're applying for freelance jobs or when you're pitching. Thanks for listening. And if you guys like and love the show, head on over to iTunes and give me a little thumbs up, five star. Give me a little comment there. Thanks so much. Savvy Scribe Podcast. A podcast for healthcare professionals who are interested in starting their own health writing businesses. I'm Janine, a registered nurse and your host. I'm a labor and delivery nurse, mom to these two incredible boys, wife to my best friend, and owner of two crazy Great Danes. I help nurses discover freelance writing as an extra income opportunity with help from my guests. Join us over on Facebook in the group Savvy Nurse Writer Community or SavvyNurseWriter.com to join our course and membership to create your own profitable writing business. Enjoy the show! All right, we are live! (laughs) Ellie, again, thank you for coming on the show with me and our little Facebook group here. Um, Allie's here today, you guys, to talk to us about portfolios and how to make your stand out in a sense. We're going to talk about what clients look for in the portfolio itself. And then we're going to go into the little private workshop over on Zoom. So those of you guys that are paid members, check your calendar for um, or your dashboard and you'll get the private Zoom link that we're on. Um, and today our goal is to, she's going to help us understand how to create a portfolio that convinces paying clients to work with us faster. So welcome again, Allie. Tell us about, tell us your name, where you're from, and where, what you do today and how you got there. Give us a little story. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So thanks so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, I'm Allie Goulet. I'm a B2B copywriter and I've been a full-time freelancer for the past four years. I did it part-time for a few years before that. And it all kind of happened by accident. If I am honest about it, I was working a job that I really did not love. And I knew that I didn't want to keep doing that. So I just said, you know what? I want to take more control over my schedule. What can I do to do that? And I started applying for gigs online. And all of a sudden I discovered, you know, that you can make some money writing. I was making like, you know, $8 an hour writing blog posts. So not a whole lot, but I was like, Hey, I can get people to pay me to do this thing. And I was a college kid at the time too. So I was like any money, you know, 
I'll take it. And I did that through school and I wasn't really planning to continue with it, but I ended up really, really enjoying it. And so when I graduated, I had to make a decision, you know, am I going to actually pursue a career in what I was studying or was I going to continue to try to make this freelancing thing work for me? And so I chose the latter and my business has just grown from there since I made that decision. When did you make that decision? That was January of 2018. Perfect. Yeah. And you're not excluded. Like, I feel like a lot of freelancers were in the same boat as you. Like they were like, either they hated their job and they needed something different, but you know, we could say it was a mistake. We could say it's luck, but really it was hard work and motivation. I mean, we wish it just fell in our laps, but really it's a self-discovery. Like that's how I started too, is I was very low paid, but you realize, wait, people pay for this wait, I can use my experience in a different way. What made you go towards B2B? And and for our audience here, describe what B2B is and then why, why you went towards that. Yeah. So B2B, and honestly, I had no idea what that meant when I started. So if you had told me like I was going to be a B2B writer, I'm like, huh? I didn't know what that meant. But B2B is business to business. So businesses that sell things to other businesses. So like in the healthcare space, for example, it might be a software company that sells like software to a practice or something like that. Um, So those are the types of clients that I work with. And to be honest, I enjoyed working with those clients more. And also I found that they paid better. So that's ultimately why I decided to go that route. What space are you in mostly? Uh, SaaS and IT. So software and IT. Perfect. Perfect. That's a big market. Huge right now, especially even in healthcare, like the SaaS market of healthcare. Like you could even niche it down a little further, but um, who are some of your clients if you can share? Um, sure, absolutely. So I have worked with um, GitHub in the past, which is a super sort of developer-y um, platform. A big client that I had in the past was Aurea Software, who brought a bunch of different um, software products under their umbrella, and they would bring them back to market. So they acquired a whole bunch of different companies and brought those back. Um, and I've also worked with some more like niche companies. Since they're B2B, they're not really like known names to, yeah. you know most of us, but I kind of, you know, you said earlier, you can kind of niche it down even a little more if you wanted to. That's what I kind of like and dislike about SaaS is it's like, it's not really a niche. Like it is, but it's not because every industry touches SaaS these days. Absolutely. I think you have to these days to stay profitable in business. And what, um, what's your background other, like, what'd you go to school for? What were you doing in the job you hated? Do you have an IT background? No, absolutely not. Um, (laughs) I was a music business major. Um, And so I was not even close, not even close at all. And so I was studying that and I was just working like a regular, like college kid, like food service job. And I was working nights and it was not fun. And so the first writing job that I ever had was actually writing for a music technology company. So that's where the technology piece started to click for me because I pitched it because I'm like, oh, music, I can do that. I'm a music business major. And then somehow I ended up finding that I liked the technology piece of it a little more. Yeah, definitely. Now, are you working full time in your business now by yourself? I how am. Often, yes. How are you working 70 hour weeks or 30? How many hours would you say? I'm 
working about like an average 40 hours a week. I also have some like side projects that I'm working on that are not related to working directly with clients. So, you know, things can kind of flex up and down. There were definitely times in my business where I was pulling like crazy, crazy hours like that. And I would like to get it down, you know, a little bit more, but right now it's closer to just your average full-time gig. I love it. I love it. And you know, it works. It's nice because you can do those side projects, right? If you know you're going to have a good month, you're like, I'm going to spend a little more time on side projects. I already got this part coming in. And that's what I end up doing too. My business, it's like, okay, you know what? What is it now? November? November. It's say it's like November 22nd and it's been a great month. I can be like, okay, rest of the month, I don't need to worry about bringing any more income in. I'm just focusing on my side projects or passion projects and, you know, growing it from there. So, Today, we are talking all about portfolios. So what made you pitch that topic to me? Yeah, well, the portfolio has always played such a big part in my business because when I started, and I think as you alluded to earlier, this is a little different now where people you know, kind of enter freelancing from all over. But the way that I was introduced to it is it was really something for people who already had a background in something to then go and work on their own. Right. And I, I mean, I had none of that. I didn't, I never worked a professional job until I started freelancing. So the only thing that I could rely on was to basically put up a sample of my writing and then like start pitching clients. Right. So the portfolio has always been a pivotal piece of my business. And then as I've grown my business, I had a really hard time like figuring out how to display it the right way and what to do and what to add. And so um, just earlier this year, I ended up launching a portfolio plugin for people to use built out of my own frustration, but I couldn't, (laughs) I couldn't figure out how to do what I wanted. So we built it. Um, And that's why I'm still here talking about portfolios today, because I just feel like that is really the foundation of a solid freelance business. Is that the WordPress plugin that you were talking about? Tell us about that. Yeah. So it's called Genius Portfolio for WordPress and there are free and premium versions. So if you want to go grab the free version, you can check it out right now. If you just search um, within your WordPress dashboard, or you can go to getgeniusportfolio.com. It is, I think, of course I'm biased because we created it, but I think it is the easiest way to set up a freelance portfolio. You can ditch those Google Drive links if you use them. I've been there. I've done that. But it makes it really easy to add images to your portfolio and make it really visually appealing. You can add like descriptions with context and actually upload your pieces so that they live on your site. And the best part is you do this all from one dashboard, and then it's one snippet of code that we generate for you that you just plop into the page and ta-da. <laughs> And I love that. And like you said, you yeah. built it out of your own frustrations. What were your frustrations with your portfolio? Yeah, I think for me, like I just wanted something that was really easy for me to update and that yeah. did what it, I wanted it to like do. Like I just want to put the article that I just published, it, boom, like do. <laughs> Yeah. And I, yeah. And the other thing is we have categories too. So you can like categorize your different items so that people can really easily click through it. I wanted to create like a really good visitor experience too, which I found like, okay, even if I can find a solution, you know, where I can like add a picture and add that link really quick. Like if I'm adding a bunch of things or I'm not being very careful about the order that I'm adding those things in, then it gets like all disorganized and messy. Um, So I wanted to create a good experience for the person, you know, like me, who's actually having to add things and change their portfolio, but also for your clients who are actually going and looking at it because the experience that they have matters too. It really does because their experience transitions into what they're going to work with you on. Like they want to know your 
your delivery style, if you deliver junk, like they don't want to see that on a website. So exactly. So no, that's so cool. So um, what do clients look for in a portfolio, would you say? Or what have you been told or seen? Sure. Yeah. So based on my experience, the first thing that they look for is a really easy one. It's that you do what you say you can do, right? So you say you do this type of deliverable, you work in this industry. The first thing they're going to look for is to verify, okay, yep, that person, you know, does X, Y, Z thing. And then the next thing that they're looking for is, okay, is this work the quality that I expect, right? Which is why it comes to be so important that you can update your portfolio really, really easily because I don't know about you, but I look at work I did like six months ago or a year ago sometimes. And I'm like, like, I don't, (laughs) I don't know about that anymore. I I don't really want this as part of my samples anymore. Like I've improved. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that's the other thing is like, because you will get clients based on the quality that you are able to showcase. Right. So as you grow, it becomes really important to make sure that your portfolio evolves with you. And then the third thing that they look for is that they want to see that you can meet the need that they actually have, right? So a lot of um, writers, especially I see make this mistake, their portfolio will be just like a wall of links, right? Like, look at all the things I've done. And I mean, that's great. Like I said, I mean, I've been there, done that too. That was my portfolio at one time, but clients really want to be able to see, okay, you know, I need an ebook and this person maybe pitched me an ebook, you know, have they done an ebook? Can I go look at it and scan it and read it really easily? Um, you know, can they actually, it's kind of another version of like, do what you say you can do, but also the important piece for you is like, are you actually including the pieces, like the projects that you want to work on, right? Because it's not just historically what you've done, but what type of people do you actually want to attract and what type of projects do you want to attract? Are those things included on your end so that when people pop over to your website, they can actually say, oh, hey, this is the right person to do this job. I love this. And you know what? I'm going to share my screen really quick because first off, let me just tell you writers out there, the uh, Genius Portfolio Pro is uh, a whole $5 a month or a whole $49 a year. I think I think it's definitely affordable to <laughs> display something beautiful. And I want to share cuz I'm assuming on your website Ellie that you have it and I can tell you do mm-hmm. cuz it's so nice. Look at this you guys. Look how um you could see my screen, right? Yes, I can. Happy thank you. Okay. So you see her website where it says like ebook, blog post, case study. If I click through the ebook, it gives me the PDF of the ebook. This is really cool. I love this. Thank you. I yeah. And I mean, it's this on my website. And if you go to the top and you click the tags on the top, it will actually sort through them. So like if you hit so blog, blog post, posts. it'll sort just the blog post. Yeah. Nice. So, the top. so cool. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much for showcasing that. And also, yeah, it is super affordable and our dev team is always working to like get feedback and improve it. And another thing, this is uh, kind of brand new because I haven't really announced this anywhere yet, but the first module of the Academy that's going to come with the portfolio plugin is coming um, early next year. So I'm creating a whole pool of resources that you also get access to when you purchase the plugin. Sweet. Um, and that's coming early soon. Do you get it? <laughs> Do you get it if you, if you buy it now? 
Um, it's you will get it. Yeah. As long as you stay subscribed, you'll get it. Very cool. All right. Well, you guys, you know, I don't promote tools I don't use, so I haven't used this yet, but I'm going to be using it. So, and Ellie was not like Janine, go on the podcast and promote my stuff. No, I just think this is actually really cool. Um, I've used Contently in the past and Contently is great. It's a free resource, but it doesn't do this. It doesn't give you those links where it goes still on your website and tag it and sort it. And no, this is great. You always, I always tell everybody use Contently and then it will off link to a different website, but how cool to keep them right on your website. Then they can still click on pricing or contact us or whatever. Very cool. I love this. I love this. So thank um, you so much. I really appreciate that. You got it. And Joanne says she's been struggling with WordPress, just adding the samples and such. And so she said, Gina's portfolio, I need to find this. <laughs> so yeah, get yeah. in there, Joanne, get in there. <laughs> Grab it. And then if you have any trouble, like you can always reach out to me or the dev team. Like we are on it. We get it. Like that's why we built it for WordPress, because we know that the majority of the world's websites are on WordPress, but also like WordPress is kind of a beast. And we know yes. that. <laughs> yes. Well, and I love that it's like for writers by writers, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you guys Absolutely. get it. It's not a, just a development program that's built by web designers and whatnot. It was de- developed by you. You saw the struggles, which is so cool. So, all right, well, let's um, really quick before we go into our, our Zoom workshop, tell us, Ellie, what um, your goals are for maybe 2022 with your business. If yeah, you thought so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my business kind of went through a transitional period last quarter of me trying to go like, okay, what do I want to do? I think for me, um, you know, along with the whole portfolio piece, lead generation is something else that I'm really passionate about. I actually just taught on that in a mastermind right before I jumped in here. Um, so lead generation is something that I love to do and it's brought me a lot of work, but sometimes like too much work, right? Which is a problem. So going into next year, I really want to like focus on the offers that I want to offer to my copywriting clients, because I don't think I'm ever going to stop, you know, copywriting and become this guru. That's just not really like my vibe. So I want to dial in what those are. And then I really want to focus on helping other freelancers, like figure this out because I know it was life-changing for me. I was not expecting any of this. Um, and I'm just so grateful, like every single day that I get to do this. And so I would kind of like my business to be a split of, yes, I still want to work with my clients. I love my clients, but also I want to help more people work this crazy thing out. So tell me, what does your family think you do? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, so I am lucky in that my little sister actually does work with me some on my business. So she knows what I do. (laughs) Everyone else is just kind of like, so you write things and like all of my friends who are like, so remember when we all had to write like essays in high school and it was like pages and we all hated it. They're like, you do that, but you do it all the time, every day for money. Like, why would you like to do that? <laughs> <laughs> why, why is that a thing that you do? So yeah, it's, they don't know. It's I so write funny. things. That's about it. I write things. <laughs> well, I just go with the nurse. I'm still, I'm a nurse. Yeah. We'll just go with it because otherwise it's too long of a conversation of like, what yeah. exactly at least you've I got do. that. Me, yeah, I'm right. like, you know, they all saw my graduation, my music business degree. And they're like, I'm sorry. And you're doing what? And you're working for who? I'm sorry. I work online. <laughs> yeah. I play music in the background. 
Oh, yep. Yeah. There's a, there's a there's the music there. touch. You can't see it in my screen right there, but there it is. It's in my background. There you go. Um, and then are there any inspirational books, podcasts, maybe people you look up to in the industry that um, you want to share with our audience? Sure. Yeah. So uh, Laura Briggs is a fantastic um, yes. freelance coach. I've worked with her. She's, she's just the best. Um, and basically like you can't go wrong with a single resource from Laura. So she's amazing. And then um, for people who are interested specifically in copywriting, Robin Kira over at the Copywriter Club are also incredible. They have, you know, a podcast and all sorts of resources that you can go and grab. Do you like binge just stuff like I do? Like I Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. I think especially when you discover a new podcast or something too, right? It's like, I yes. to listen to all, all of yes. them. And Laura went on a little break for a minute and I was like, where's Laura? Where, I need to, she, she's back now though. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah, great. She's the best. She's been on my podcast and I have her book here. She's, she's a great person to follow you guys in the industry. If you have not listened to her podcast episode on the Savvy Scribe, take a listen. Um, All right. So let's head on over to the Zoom. But first, real quick, what's your website or best social channel for people to connect with you on? Sure. So if you want to hear more thoughts, rambles about freelance life from me, you can find that over at freelancingflow.com. That's the best place for freelance stuff. The plugin again is at getgeniusportfolio.com. And then if you want to say hi, the best place is on Twitter at Ali Goulet writes. Love it. Love it. Well, Ellie, I appreciate you hanging out with us today. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. So thanks Mm -hmm. again, Ellie. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full-time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.